You're listening to Nick Luck Daily. This edition is brought to you by Fitzdares, by the Racehorse Owners Association, and by Thoroughbred Racing Commentaries Global Rankings. Hello, this is episode 26 of the Saturday edition of the Nick Luck Daily podcast. It's Friday the 4th of February and my name's Charlotte Greenway. On Wednesday, the United States District Court of Manhattan found Florida vet Dr. Seth Fishman guilty of charges relating to the administration of performance-enhancing drugs, as Pat Cummings, director of the Thoroughbred Idea Foundation, explained on Thursday's podcast. Yeah, the most recent uh, time of his apprehension was really in March of 2020 as part of the wide-sweeping collection of individuals, including trainers Jorge Navarro and Jason Service, along with a variety of uh, standard-bred racing trainers, uh, associated personnel, and various pharmacological effects. As part of this this ongoing federal uh, probe uh, that led to the indictment of these individuals, and and Fishman was really the first to go to trial here uh, basically almost two years on from the initial roundup by the FBI. And it took a a jury in New York uh, just a few hours, half an hour on the first day and several hours on Wednesday to find him guilty and convict him. And he will now face up to 15 years in prison when a sentencing comes down in uh, a few months. If you missed Nick's interview with Pat, you can catch up on the whole thing in episode 412, where Pat also explains why this could be just the start, as well as Fishman's links to the UAE, which Jay Mangan also touched on in episode 411. This week, the Racing Post published an article relating to an agent in France allegedly defrauding syndicate members out of money for a fatally injured horse, and Sam Hoskins, himself a syndicate manager, expressed what measures must be taken to avoid this happening in the future. I think the agents should be licensed, and I think um, I mean it is tricky in terms of an auction ring because anyone can bid. I'm not a, I don't consider myself a blood location. I buy horses, but to be fair, mostly on behalf of, well, for the syndicates as well, I suppose. Um, but for for um, for myself, um, and I think syndicators should be licensed as well um, because I think it's it's important that everyone knows if you're setting up a a shared ownership group that you know what you're you understand the finances involved and everyone that's investing or sort of taking a share knows what they're involved and i think as an agent you need to be getting involved with someone who's i mean i have got the federation of associations so you need to be anyone buying a horse should buy, an, buy a horse for an agent who's a member of the federation of bloodstock agents and we do have the racial syndicates association which again you hope that if someone's going to join in it, it it promotes the bha code of conduct for that perspective so there are things out there that maybe strengthening should be done and people should, you've got to ask the right questions and and make sure you get the right answers because transparency and and proper practice is is absolutely crucial. The Dubai Winter Carnival continued this afternoon where Breeders' Cup Classic 4th Hot Rod Charlie took the Group 2 Al Maktoum Challenge impressively for Doug O'Neill and William Buick, adding to their success from the first race and William Buick didn't stop there, as he also took the Group 2 Balanchine for fillies and mares with the four-year-old filly by Dubawi, Creative Flair. 
This weekend is the Dublin Racing Festival at Leopardstown, where multiple stars and potential stars are on show. Headlined by Honeysuckle, who'll be looking to add a third Chanel Farmer Irish Champion hurdle to her CV at 3pm on Sunday. And the Cheltenham betting is sure to look a little bit different by the end of the weekend, which probably applies to the price of last season's Cheltenham Gold Cup winner Manella Indo, who is back after a disappointing display in the King George last time, and he'll take on the likes of British Raider Frodon and Leopardstown lover Kemboy in Saturday's Irish Gold Cup. Robbie Power will take the reins on him for the first time, with Rachel Blackmore likely to ride Aplutar in the Gold Cup at Cheltenham. And Jack Kennedy is aboard Delta Work, so connections have turned to Robbie Power, who returned from three months on the sidelines last Sunday and spoke to Nick this morning about picking up a ride of this calibre. Yeah, I was delighted to get the call up, um, and that's why you fight so hard to get back from injury to get the, the ride in these big races. Uh, and we, was it a surprise? Um, yeah, I suppose it was a little bit. Um, Henry just rang me the other day and asked me would I be able to come down and sit on him. So I went down, um, jumped four fences on him on, on Wednesday morning. And um, yeah, he felt great. But um, you know yourself, when you get off for the ride in these horses, you don't ask too many questions. You just turn up and, and school them and, and, and look forward to it. And obviously what we're trying to work out is whether we get the Manila Indo we, we know and love or whether we, we get the one that's been a little bit listless so far this season. Are there reasons uh, to think that we can we can get the old Manila Indo back from what you've felt and seen? Yeah, I'm sure there is. You know, I thought you had a very good race first about this season in, in Down Royal. Um, he disappointed in the King George, but many horses disappointed in the King George and bounced back. Uh, Chantry House did it last week in Cheltenham, so... I'm not worried about the King George run. You put a line through that and, and, and look forward to Saturday. And he felt very good. He felt fresh and well of himself when I schooled him on uh, on Wednesday. So um, yeah, fingers crossed he, he'd run his race. And what's your game? What's your rough game plan at the moment? Uh, I have no real game plan at the moment. I'll have to talk to Henry and and the owners and and, and see what they want to do. Um, I'm open to all suggestions. So uh, say I've never ridden the horse before. So I'll have a chat with Henry and the owners and we'll make a plan from there. No surprise that heading into the Dublin Racing Festival, Willie Mullins looks to have an extremely strong hand and riding the majority of those favourites will be Paul Townend who spoke to Tom Stanley about his rides coming up and started by talking up the chances of Kenboy. Yeah, his course farm is very good obviously and um, he ran a cracker there at Christmas as well so... Um... Yeah, look, he's knocking on the door, but I, I, I'd love to win. I, I, I wasn't on his back any time he went around there, but um, I, I hope I can, I can, I can make up for that this time around. <laughs> um, what, what are his strengths, Paul, that that, that standed him, him in good stead, and um, particularly at, at this track and against a horse like Frodon as well? Yeah, he look, he just, he just seems to come alive there. Um, he loves it around there. I think at this stage of his career, Frodon being in the race might actually help him, whereas in the past it might have hindered him um, you know I was he was looking for a bit of company there I, I felt at, at Christmas time and um, I think I think it, it the heart, as the horse gets older you know it, it'll probably help him a bit more this time well, in, in the sense that he, he'll have something up, up with him to keep him company almost or, or, or will you look to track Frozen do you think um, I'd, I'd imagine we won't be giving that no way at the start um and and riders from there depends how fast they they want to go with the other horse. But 
Um, my dad likes to get along with it as well, and as I say, he is growing up in in his old age. So um, yeah, look, we'll be giving nothing away, and we'll um, hopefully we can get into a good rhythm. Um, look, the, the the juvenile division is fascinating, um, certainly for us over here, given that we saw Pie Piper absolutely bolt up at Cheltenham. Pie Piper beat uh, your Mount Vauban last time, and, and you're up against Field Door. H- how good is your horse, first of all? We we like him a lot. We're disappointed he got beaten, but delighted to see what Pie Piper done since. Um, I suppose the thing is here we we lack experience, um, so you know it, it's. It's going to be difficult for him, but um, Fieldor has has the experience and 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 knows knows a lot more about jumping and racing than us. But we like ours a lot. I think he's come on plenty from his run in Punchestown, and um, yeah, we think he's come on from there. And you know, he'll probably come on again for the experience uh, this weekend. Mm. Um, Tongue tie goes on as well, I see. Um, and. I mean, he had a race, didn't he, last time? It wasn't as if... It, 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 well, it was a pr- proper challenge, wasn't it? It, it was, it was. Um, you know, he's schooled well since. Um, his jumping has sharpened up, which we were hoping it would, and it seems to have done. But, um, you know, the Garden Torch is, is the... He, he's been there and he's done it, so, he, you know, he is the farm horse. Our horse is full of potential, though. Mm. Um, now, I've got... Um, I don't know who you ride in the Irish Arkle because it's not up on what I'm looking at at the moment. By the time this goes out, we may know who you ride. Do you know who you ride, Paul? Um, yeah, I'd, ima- I'd imagine I'll ride Blue Lord. Okay. Um, it, it, it looks... Uh, I've only just scanned down through it there now myself. Um, it, it, it's going to be a competitive race. I think the mayor, albeit she had a very hard race the last day, um, I don't think she gets the, the credit that she, she deserves for. She made a proper race of it. And um, you know she she has all the experience. We have to give her plenty of weight as well. So um, I think I think she's kind of the forgotten one in this division. Now we've talked about you know the, the juvenile horse who who has had a race. Blue Lord probably hasn't really had much of a, a race this this term because he's been so good. I mean he, he'll have a bit more on his plate on Saturday. Oh, he definitely will. He know he had a race uh, Saturday evening. That's for sure. But he's. You know, he he's had he's had plenty of runs over hurdles uh, last year. He was he, he was keeping good company. Um, and you know there wasn't they took out a couple of fences in Nace with the sun the last day, which which wasn't ideal, I suppose. But um, no, this is going to be a proper test for him, and we'll we'll see where he fits in after that. Um, obviously, the other two were were very good in their beginners as well, uh, Saint Sam and and Hot Uncle Ayers. Mm. So. Um, no, it's it's a it's, it's a very competitive race, and um, whatever comes out on top, will 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 have to earn it. I feel like we focus so much on speed, particularly with the the novice two mile division. I, I I don't know why why, but it feels like we do with all these these arcles, Irish arcle and the arcle at Cheltenham. How quick is your lad? Um, I I don't think he's a slow horse. Um, but he's he's a national hunt horse rather than a an ex flat horse. If you know what I'm trying to mm-hmm. say, he um, you know I think he'll he, he'll see it out well. I think he's I think he jumps well enough. Uh, touch wood that he jumps well enough and quick enough that it probably makes him a, a faster horse than than maybe he is behind it all. But he I, I I think he'll he if he can hang in there he'll he'll stay going as well as I think. Um, finally, the opening race on Saturday again. I, I I don't know who you ride. Have you made a final decision yet? No, I haven't made it yet. Um, just going in there now, so um, 
obviously Darrow Keith is retained by um, the owners of, of uh, what you want um, and Bron and Manella Cookman are in there so uh, we're just we're, we're just going and fighting like that there now um, Good man you probably need to do that quickly on Shacken how excited are you to get back on him? Yeah he's a horse that I love right? I, I look I, I I love riding him. Uh, he disappointed me in Cheltenham, obviously, last year. and He's disappointed his, his run at the Tinga Creek this year. Um, it, the feeling he gives you around a, a track like Epperson and punches down is, 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 is as good as any horse to give you. So um, I've been disappointed that I thought I was riding him twice now. So hmm. I, I won't get my hopes up until I throw my leg over. Of course, um, look, once, once he gets out there and, and he... Um, if, 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 if he turns up, I, I look forward to riding him every day. He's a, he's, a real, uh, he's a real thrill to ride. Do you think it is the travel thing, the disappointment at Cheltenham and Sandown? I don't know. It's the it, it's the obvious thing to point at. Um, I don't know why he wouldn't. He's lovely temperament and everything. But um, he just hasn't. He has disappointed the twice we brought him over there. Mm. And like when he came back to Punchestown, I thought it was an incredible performance the back end of last year. So... Um, Look, he doesn't have to travel too far this weekend. Uh, he knows that road well, so hopefully he'll be okay. That's good. And, and Galopin de Champ is actually a similar sort of price. He looked electric last time. He was very good. You couldn't knock anything he'd done. Uh, but this is going to be a much stiffer test for him. Uh, there's very good horses in there, great one winners in there. Um, not taking anything away from what he'd done at Christmas, but um, he'll, he'll have to go and do it again. Um, and, and, and just distance wise I know he's a, he's a winner at the top level over three miles but the, the consensus this week has been he doesn't lack speed no he doesn't um, and again I think the way he jumps and the rhythm he got in at, uh, in his beginners that um, you know he's definitely not a plotter and, and we'll know a lot more after the weekend where, where we're going to go with him but um you know, he kind of just, he ended up in the three-mile race in Punchestown and uh, he, he had no problem staying. So, you know, the way he jumps and, and the way he travels around Leperstown, it opens a lot more doors. Paul, thanks so much for your time. Really appreciate it. Thanks, Tom. No worries. We've also got grade one action on this side of the Irish Sea on Saturday at Sandown in the Ciliar Novices Chase, where Venetia Williams's Long Presse heads the market and looks to remain unbeaten over fences under Charlie Deutsch, who spoke to Tom about the horse on Wednesday. He's done everything right. Um, I rode him at Exeter and I hadn't rid- race ridden him before, so I wasn't um, I'm very open-minded, wasn't exactly sure how he'd run but I knew he had a big big open stride and he'd schooled well so I thought I'd keep it straightforward and, and he impressed me that day um, but he stayed on well and in the end he's done it quite well but then it was more impressive the next day at Ascot I thought the way he travelled around the race and jumped it felt like I was going very slow and I'd say the others felt like they are going quick and yeah. um, and then Cheltenham yeah over the last three fences when I really asked for an effort um, and he went away from the last um, yeah it, it felt very it just felt, you know, a bit easier for him than most others, really. Yeah, I think what I found interesting was watching him. You, you could almost see him going through the gears. So there was that, you know, there was that moment. Obviously, you had to you had to ask him every now and again, but it was the ease with which he responded to you that that I thought was was massively impressive. So I, I guess, you know, you're you're nowhere near the bottom of him, are you? No, exactly. Um, that's the thing. You're always um, eking out a bit more. 
it's just knowing where it stops really but um yeah it's just, it's just a nice feeling when you know you've got another gear but um you wouldn't do anything in a rush but um i think it's quite nice and mm. you take a bit of time to to get into his get into his stride do you, do you think your boy jinky he has to go forward or he wants to go forward or is he more versatile than that i don't think he's versatile um he's just got a big open stride so you know you might as well use that and he jumps well so um mm. you might as well um get on with it really um but if they were going a strong gallop then you know he he, he would happily sit handy or whatever Com- compare um your horse's run at ascot to cheltenham did did you feel happier going left-handed with him or was he happier both ways i i didn't really think it made too much difference he jumped a little bit left at ascot but i think some horses um it can they can do that around ascot and it um you watch a lot of uh, racing and there'll be horses that normally are straight jumpers that jump left at Ascot for some reason. Does um, does Lompresse feel like he, he could be ready for three miles soon or do you think he is, you know, this season, you know, two and a half, obviously, or the, you know, the two five for, for Sandown, but, 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 but that intermediate trip is spot on for him right now? Um, it's, it seems spot on right now. Obviously, he's done all his winning over that trip and yeah he, i'm sure he would get three miles as well but um yeah we'll see how he gets on really um we'll find out more on if he runs saturday and um yeah i'm, I'm sure i wouldn't be afraid to go three miles but yeah, um, yeah he, he runs through the line strongly so that's that's it really do you feel like you are due a, a grade one uh i don't know if i'm due one but i'd, I'd love to go and get one <laughs> yeah i was checking the ryanair once and i thought i might be winning it but um yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to tick it off anyway and get one. Um, it mean a huge amount has to it, me. Has it frustrated you, Charlie? You haven't had one yet. Um, I think you can't. I don't know. I always try not to put it too much into ticking off the box because mm. you need the right horse to come along. You know, it doesn't matter how well you ride. If you know, in those Grade Ones, you need a top class horse and you need a bit of luck. One of the most frustrating horses in training has to be Gary Moore's Goshen. He looked like he was going to absolutely hack up in the 2020 Triumph Hurdle at Cheltenham before unseating at the last, and since then he's only managed to get his head in front once. And okay, he did run well at Lingfield 13 days ago, but jockey Jamie Moore barely keep him in a straight line. And so when Tom Stanley caught up with Gary Moore in the week, he asked, what Goshen are we going to see at Sandown on Saturday in the Contenders Hurdle? It's a million dollar question, isn't it? You know, like, uh, I'd, I'd, li- I'd like to say we'll, we'll get the Goshen that likes going right-handed much more than left-handed. Uh, the only the only negative uh, there is with him is it's not his ground. Mm. I mean, I think we've got the driest January stroke February since God knows when. And, uh, you know, he, he comes to his best when the ground is you know as, as as soft as soft as we can get you know mm. um uh, so but he's in good order and everything and it was just a, I, I couldn't really i couldn't really um not run him you know it's not the strongest race in the world is it are you at the stage where you're you're looking forward to, to getting him out again or, or are you a little bit apprehensive each time he runs just because he you know you're not sure exactly what you're going to get not at all. He he ran a perfectly genuine race the other day. He just didn't like going left-handed that mm. much, you know. I mean, he's, he's getting that. He must have run okay because he's been put up five pounds for it. 
So, uh, you know, like, uh, you know, like, uh, I'd have been annoyed if, uh, if it mattered. But it doesn't really matter with him, but, um, you know, he, he, at the end of the day, he got beat at length. Mm. He got put on the worst ground possible by the uh, the horse on the outside of him. And it, it, it nearly cost him the race, you know, so... Um, you know, like although he went left-handed, at least he had his ground that day. Mm. If he'd gone right-handed, I think he'd have even been better with soft ground. But um, it's a sad sand down the track. Like, I think also him is a win around there. Uh, so I had to run him. Okay, well, we're looking forward to seeing him. Um, and anything else notable that we're we're looking to see this weekend? Is, is shall we have one more going to run? Yeah, he runs in the first race there. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. And if everything, if you know, it depends on how we ride him. He, he could run a very big race, I hope. Well, how do you? You you're obviously you know quite vocal about the the run at Ascot. We all saw how how full of promise it was. What what did you yeah. what did you make of Sandown? Um, I hope he just got stuck in the mud that day. You know, hmm. he's quite a light framed horse, um, and I you know he he didn't really get home in that ground I hope that's what it was anyway hmm. um, and probably the horse if it is his second he'd have second to probably a very good horse but yeah. um, he, he, he more likely got a bit tired I hope you say he's a bit fitter this day it was interesting you, you were willing to, to chuck him straight up into, into grade one company you obviously think you've got a good horse there uh, definitely I mean, I mean the, the horse that he beat when he won his bumper looked very promising the other day at Newbury didn't he you know someone did tell me they say it's as good they wouldn't know to choose between him and Constitution Hill so um, how true that is I don't know but that's only hearsay so plenty to look forward to this weekend Nick will be back with you as usual on Monday morning to bring you the latest news and insight from around the world of horse racing thanks for listening You've been listening to Nick Luck Daily, brought to you in association with Fitzdares, the Racehorse Owners Association and Thoroughbred Racing Commentary. Mm-hmm.